Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And joining me through Discord, it is my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Well, it's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Hey, not muted. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This time. <laughs> he made no, it. No, that streak is over. Oh, it's good. Man. Everybody listening. Um, unfortunately, we are missing our co-host, right? Yeah, we're missing uh, our, producer. Our, our producer. Our yeah, he's basically our third chair here. Uh, Brian cannot make it today. A very solemn nanto, a big news for him. Nantayo, was it? Big news. Uh, but yeah, big news, Morgan. Uh, but yeah, uh, he couldn't make it today, so it's just me and Josh. Uh, we have our weeklies back, very excited for that. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, uh, so you know, let's not waste any time. Uh, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And um, at New Jump City Josh on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian's is not here to plug his thing, so I'll do it for him. You can follow him at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, he plays video games online for the for the viewing public. If you guys want to catch him when he's streaming, uh, he's on twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Don't ask me when. He just does. So <laughs> tune in and see when he's at. He really should just shoot a quick tweet out or an instagram thing real fast and let people know that he's doing it but well for what it's worth if it's on twitch and you're and you're following him it will let you give you like an alert yeah it'll let you know uh oh sorry i was just increasing your little volume a little bit anyway uh you can follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram and tiktok as well uh please do that'd be super nice of you give us likes and stuff whatever we post something if we ever post stuff uh that would be super appreciated uh if you'd like to send us questions comments uh feedback for the show at all you could email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about uh email us there or you can comment underneath the video version of the podcast that's on youtube uh whether it's on the full version of the podcast or uh the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys uh, for every series individually, you can let us know what you thought about the chapters, what you thought about the show in general, feedback, things like that. That would be super cool. Engage with us, fam. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, yeah. We also have the poll on our YouTube. So uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel for the poll, for the really good chapter of the week poll that we put on YouTube now because they let us have more options and allow us to have the poll up for longer. So... Uh, that's where we post our really good chapter of the week poll and you can vote for your favorite series and we will announce it on the show like we will this week uh, so check us out there and uh, like share all the stuff 
uh, you, you do for YouTube videos you like, uh, please do them for our show. Um, if you prefer audio podcasts or you just want to take us on the go one day, uh, you don't really have access to YouTube, we're on Spotify. Uh, you, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, the full version of the podcast is usually on there, along with episodes that are not on YouTube for uh, copyright reasons. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, check us out on all of those platforms and leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. Uh, that would be super helpful. And I think that's it. I think that's all. Uh, let's get into the show proper. One Piece. One. One Piece. This is one. Hold on. This is One Piece chapter 1072, The Weight of Memory. Uh, and we have a little uh, update to the cover page here, uh, the little uh, cover page story that Oda is telling this time around. Uh, I think we're seeing like the beginnings of the artificial devil fruits within the Mads uh, stuff. They said it's a mass-produced weapons of slaughter. We see uh, Judge with that spear he always carries around. Caesar has a yeah. smile fruit. Queen has two beakers. I don't know what beakers. <laughs> uh, Bunsen burners, yeah. I don't know the technical Science-y term. Sciencey, sciencey bottles. Oh, uh, he's scienced out. Oof, they're he's, so uh, scienced out. Uh, yeah. Lit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know they're they're doing evil stuff because they're mads. Uh, Vega Punk is not in this. This is just, I guess, the the real troublemakers of uh, the the mad scientist. Uh, group. Yeah, right. Vegapunk somewhere feeding a fucking devil fruit to a gun. <laughs> yeah. He, he went to hide somewhere so he wouldn't be judged. Hey, guys, I gave the hamster hamster fruit to this nuclear weapon. You guys think uh, that's, isn't that cool? Uh, isn't that cool? <laughs> think. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we start off the chapter uh, proper with uh, Bonnie and Vegapunk uh, going after each other. Um, you know, v- Bonnie is chasing Vegapunk for answers as to why he did what he did to Kuma, you know, turning him into a uh, a, a robot without any agency of his own, uh, basically a slave to the Celestial Dragons. Uh, and Bonnie is pretty tight about that because that's a, that's her dad. And he's like, why did you do that to my dad? And Vegapunk is desperately trying to run away from her uh, to not reveal the answer. Uh, this is a very interesting thing that happens when um, Bonnie pretends to be a little girl crying on the floor. Her powers are like the age, age fruit. She can shift her age uh, to whatever she feels. And Vegapunk gets concerned uh, because, you know, he, he falls for Bonnie's crocodile tears. And Bonnie gets up and uses this technique called distorted future where she like bulks up into adult size, but she makes herself really bulky. Uh, and I'm, I have like, an interesting theory about this that may be out there and may have already been answered in the next chapter because we are a little late <laughs> this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the raw scanlations are more... Oh, not the raw, but the scanlations... Did you get spoiled already? The scanlations are more than likely out by the time we're actually recording this on a Thursday. Uh, but uh, this may be answered. Has that been a week where you haven't been spoiled? I haven't been spoiled. I have. I don't know what happens next chapter, but I do know the pages are out there. And they're translated mm, by Scanlon. They're out there somewhere. I'm telling they're, you what, uh, I I actually almost got spoiled once this week, and I dodged it. 
Uh, I'm, a, I'm proud of you, Chris. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough out here. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'll share it here. I think, no, I'll share it after when we give uh, our, our bigger thoughts. But I think this is a very interesting application to her abilities that we've only ever seen her age herself or make herself younger. But bulking herself, bulking her body is a very interesting and different thing that you could do with age. Um, in any case, uh, yeah, she Vegapunk continues to run away. And uh, Bonnie hits him with uh, this age skewer, which just pops out all of Vegapunk, these like crystals out of, out of Vegapunk and turns him into a little boy. Um, kind of a, <laughs> is, he's still got that like apple thing on his head, but he's, he's a little, yeah. he's a child at this point. And he's like, no, no wrinkles. he's like, is this shining material supposed to be my age? Uh, he's like, you've turned me into a powerless child. Uh, he said, give back the sparkling gems of my experience. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't think about that until now, but that is a nice, you know, um, flavor of her power. You know what I mean? To be able to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's... people say that, like, the, you know, like how they say like experience is priceless. Mm-hmm. It's worth its weight in gold or something like that. You know, like I just thought that was nice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bonnie picks up uh, Vegapunk. She's like, you said there's a good reason for what you did. So let's hear it. Why did you kill my father? And, uh, you know, Vegapunk still hesitating to do so. Uh, in the meantime, as he's talking, we see that Kuma is now climbing the red line, uh, trying to get to Mary Joa. Uh, and he mentions that, the, that he can't, he can't tell Bonnie because the truth will only hurt him, uh, hurt her. And, uh, the reason, and that's the reason why he made a promise to Kuma that he would never tell her the reason why, um, and she, Bonnie, understandably, is still not satisfied with that answer. She's like, "You'd say that my you had a good reason for killing my father, but you won't tell me." Is like, "What? You think I'm fucking stupid? <laughs> that I'm gonna believe that shit?" And um, and Vegapunk's like, "Hey, it wasn't even my call. The decision to do this came from Kuma himself." Um, mm. And uh, she's like, "No, she would. He would never do that. He would never leave me behind for that." And Vegapunk's like, hey, it was hard on me too. Kuma's a great man, and he was my friend, and I was so proud of him, uh, you know, and I love him with all my heart, but you got to understand, man, it wasn't, I can't, that's why I can't tell you. Um, and Bonnie just gets frustrated and tosses him to the ground. Um, and at that point, you she hears this beeping, and Bonnie goes over to this door, and um, she, like, erodes it uh with her abilities i think she could just she could also age inanimate objects too uh because mm-hmm. she causes the thing to erode assumingly by making it older and you know just advancing it to a point where it's not structurally sound anymore uh and then the doors unlock and we see a giant uh paw bubble like we've seen with uh with the thing that zoro absorbed when uh kuma took all of luffy's pain out um back in thriller bark and at that point, Vegapunk starts to get a flashback of the point where he was sitting down with Kuma and um, Kuma, I guess, was like talking about his powers and how specifically his powers take pain and give it visible form and uh, make and he can foist it onto others. It's like sending peripheral nervous systems signals via radio instead. So he starts to think is like, oh, what about 
the mind and the heart then can you do the same thing for because for these things because they're these are signals emitted by neurons can you also do this shit with memories basically can you like give memories a physical form um and uh you know he's just like begging him to help him like figure this out and kuma's like you want me to embarrass myself he's like no please it could be great for science and um we see that um we cut back to the present and kuma uh, vegapunk is like don't you dare touch that barney that is pain you should know kuma's powers enough pain to be lethal and Bonnie just looks at it and says, no, I know my power, father's powers very well. This is my father's memory, isn't it? And uh, this is all interwoven over Kuma just getting shot by a bunch of Navy soldiers, getting blasted off the red line. And, and now he's fighting uh, Navy soldiers to get back onto the red line. Um, and at that point, we cut over back to uh, the satellites and the straw hats. Um, and uh, the Straw Hats are reacting to Lucci and the rest of CP0 uh, arriving to the Labo phase uh, and bringing the Seraphim with him. Um, and so, oh, man, they're fucking scared. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> it, it actually, like, turns out to be a blessing in disguise because Lucci, Lucci is like, oh, I didn't give them the order to come because at this point, now that they're, like, close enough to Vegapunk, they are now higher than CP0 on the uh the authority chain on uh so basically uh <laughs> now that they're close enough they don't really listen to the cp0 anymore they're back on the side of the vegapunks um so a couple uh lilith and um i forget the third one but the little guy uh runs off and uh they try to get uh orders transmitted to the seraphim to uh to defend them against the cp0 um and yeah wait uh nami is oh yeah i think nami orders uh sanji and uh and sanji and frankie to kind of go with them um so oh yeah i guess to protect the ship or whatever they send sanji away to do something meanwhile uh brooke and, and zoro are on the ship still fighting kaku who is in his awakened giraffe form <laughs> uh <laughs> i did it i i guess there it is um there it is weirdly enough it's a shame we don't get to like really see it. it he's just kind of in motion right now fighting zoro so we don't get like a cool panel where it's just what it looked like <laughs> but kind of looks like a dragon like a serpent dragon i mean it looks like it looks like it would look cool because he has also the fire the black fire stuff uh around him um yeah which is pretty cool um but yeah, Zoro has pretty much got his hands full with Kaku right now. Um, and, oh, I guess the Seraphim are still under the control of the CP0 as long as uh, the Vegapunks don't have, like, direct access to them. I guess they have to send the orders out. So they're still under the control of the CP0, uh, the, the Seraphim. And uh, he orders the Seraphim to destroy the Labo phase. Uh, they just start to blast away. Um, and Kaku's like, ha ha, that's quite the light show. Go ahead and finish our mission with them with, uh, for us. And then all of a sudden he hears a chomp and who's down there, but it looks like a woman. And, uh, all of a sudden Kaku just faints and Luchi just looks like over that. to see Stussy with these like 
black vampire bat wings, vampire wings of some sort. And she's like, what are you doing, Stussy? And we get a massive twist here as we see Stussy being like, what did I do? I only put him to sleep. And now, Lucci, I'll ask you to do the same. As we're, it's revealed that Stussy this entire time is actually just a clone of Miss Stuss- Buckingham Stussy of the Rock Pirates. And that's where the chapter ends. <sighs> Man, what a crazy chapter. Uh, but yeah, let's get into thoughts. Josh, what did you think about One Piece chapter 1072? Um, starting from what we just like finished reading. I did not see this coming. Not even a little bit. I don't. I guess I'm not surprised that somebody from the Rocks Pirates is still alive because they're not that old. I mean, Kaido pretty was old. The Rocks Pirates and Big Mom. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't look old at all, but I guess it's One Piece and it doesn't really need to make sense. Well, she's a clone. She's not right, like the real but... Stussy. But they believed it was Stussy. They did believe it was Oh, the Stussy. Rocks Pirates. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know what they believed. I don't know if they knew she okay. was part of the Rock Pirates. Her name was always Stussy, right? Mm-hmm. But she was... I can't tell if they always knew she was with the Rock Pirates or like that she was like an ex... Well, she was like a Mads... I'm confused. I guess she was a Mads experiment, uh, clone experiment. So that means like... The government knew about her, but they, I guess they figured that because she is just a clone of Stussy, of the real Stussy that was in the Rocks Pirates, that they pretty much had a handle on her. Like, right. She's not the real Stussy. She's just like some, uh, like a clone of Stussy they can control. Right. So her being the clone is kind of, I guess it remains to be seen what that means. Because in my opinion, it could have just been regular Stusty and that might, you know, it wouldn't have changed that much for me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is implying that Stusty is on um, on uh, Vegapunk's side since he was, you know, part of the Mads experiments. Uh, he was down with Mads in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. she does mention that, like, she's been to... Uh, egghead before and you know she has she has a relationship i guess with vegapunk to some degree she has to because why else would she attack them yeah i mean they are they are going against the government's orders technically well maybe this is who vegapunk was calling i don't know if you remember like the last chapter vegapunk called someone up and she was and they were like i was just waiting for your order maybe it was her Right. Yeah, she's probably the reason the the person that brought the seraphins up mm. as well. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, aside from that, I'm really interested in Kuma's backstory. Um I'm low key hoping it's a lengthy, really deep one. Like, uh, it doesn't have to be like you know, it's a whole entire arc to itself, maybe like two or three chapters. I would enjoy that. Something on a level of 
a tiger shark. Yeah. Right? That was his name? Yeah. Fisher Tiger. Fisher Tiger. Yeah. The Sun Pirates, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully something like that, something similar, something really dramatic, like dramatic and, and with a lot of lore and, and, and something to kind of keep us focused and, and kind of point us, like something to kind of give us something in the emotional tank to keep us driving forward for the next few arcs, you mm-hmm. know? Because we've been getting a lot of information so far but nothing gut-wrenching yet. Nothing that kind of... You know what One Piece is good for. They're, they're good for drawing those emotional strings that keep you engaged on top of everything else that's good about it. Um, anyway, it was cool seeing Zoro fight against the Giraffe Man again. <laughs> I like how he developed a new technique and just kind of was like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to... Like, you don't even know, man. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Not only was I already strong enough to beat you, but I, I, I got a special technique for motherfuckers like you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's already knocked out, but Zoro won that. And I'm sure he could beat Luffy too. And I'm going to tell you this. If Luffy decided to take a nap for a year, I'm sure Zoro could lead the crew and get the One Piece. Probably. I mean, he has the strength for it. I think he has the strength for it too. I remember my friend, uh, my 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 friend and coworker Greg used to say that Law would beat Zoro. Yeah. I disagree with him because at the end of the day, one's just not as gangster as the other. There's there's just no way around it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good argument. Yeah, that's that's all we do here at New Jump City. Airtight debates airtight <laughs> uh points yeah you know, uh, not a lot of not a lot of room for debate on our on our points yeah <laughs> well yeah well that's, well, that's all I your said everything i had to say yeah pretty much um okay um imagine wait 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 imagine 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 the uh the the bubble it isn't really memories. It truly is pain. It, 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 it's just when this one time something happened. Yeah, that would and that would be like, unfortunate. I, I told you, <laughs> I, I tried. Yeah, it's the second time. The yeah, first time with the lightsaber, and the second time <laughs> with the bugs. You thought you knew who your dad was. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> he, he turned it to a robot. What I tell you, it was literally, brother. it was literally pain. I said what I said. Uh, were those all your thoughts? Those are all my thoughts. Brian. Um, Brian's not here. What do you have to say? Brian's not here. I know. Uh, anyway. I know. Uh, okay, so I have a theory. It's probably out there, and it's probably going to be a wrong theory. We're very wrong on this show a lot. We're like, oh, for a billion on theories, I feel. Um, but here's my crazy theory uh, regarding Bonnie's powers. So a little bit of context. We know that just because you ate a devil fruit power don't, no, don't doesn't mean that you necessarily know what the power really is. Fact. It's not like something comes out and it's like, hey, this is what I do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
no spirit in the fruit. Yeah. Uh, we know that she is royalty of a certain kingdom. And she only became a pirate to really look for Kuma. We know that her powers are the age-age fruit, as we've seen them. She can increase and decrease the ages of herself, of their people. She can extract knowledge out of people, it seems now. You know, like, you know, the ex- the wealth of experiences they've had, even. I don't know if she can access them, but she no, can definitely yeah, she can take them, them out of people. Yeah, yeah I said extract. Um, that's That's true. Yeah, you didn't imply that she could synthesize them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now we have this new wrinkle to her power where she can change the bulk of her uh, of her uh, of her body and make herself stronger, which I don't know, doesn't sound like it would mesh or make sense with those that very straightforward ability. Right. Because just because she's getting older, what you get really strong at some point, that don't make sense. And the, I mean, I, she had little legs, so it's like what she only made her torso grown. Well, we've seen her adult form already, so like we know exactly. what she looks like as not, an adult. It's not that. It's not buff. Yeah. Uh, so, and the name of the attack is Distorted Future. I think that Jewelry Bonnie is the current holder of the Time Time Fruit that Momonosuke's mom had. She said, but but her powers are the age age powers, right? Yeah, but she has a distorted future. So what if, what if, the time time fruits abilities doesn't really necessarily. It it, it can age people and push them further in time. It can put it, it can I guess extract the age out of somebody, in theory, mm-hmm. but it can also bring you to a, like modify your body to an alternate future. So this distorted future is she's reverted her body to an age to a future where she is this powerful, this physically strong, like an alternate reality almost. Yeah. Kind of warping that's, time and space in a way. You know, that's pretty deep. Just, you know, making that link off of that because of that attack. Cause Another way to look at it without that level of depth is that it's just a goofy ass attack that he didn't really think all the way through. <laughs> that like what he you aged your biceps. I don't, yeah. I don't care. You know, it doesn't imply that you're gonna be a fucking bodybuilder. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. So maybe it's her power going out of wall, but you're right. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Exactly. So. And I could be wrong. And hey, if I am right, I need you guys to know that I don't know what happens next chapter. We're recording on a Thursday today, so I'm sure all the scans are out and people have read next chapter. I have not. I swear to God. Swear to God. (laughs) Uh, But if this is true, uh, I I just want you to know that. I am also. This is a hat. (laughs) It is indeed. What's another word for hat? Cap? <laughs> yes. 
Yes. I did not. You read the scan. I did not. You know exactly what's happening next week. Why don't we start covering it? Let's go. No, um, I have so no idea. Was that the end of your thoughts? No, 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 no. So we're gonna move First on of to all, now? I did not. I did not read it. I swear. I could by be wrong. Oda, all the uh, lettering by. I'm gonna say this. I also think my theory is pretty out there. I'm not gonna put all my eggs in it. I wouldn't bet money on it. It's just a passing, passing fancy there. Uh, a thought. I, 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 I put a six dollar ticket on that. Okay. All right. <laughs> well. I would. Well, that's, and I take the over too. That's risky on my end, on your end. You know. Uh, what would the over be? That that you're right, and it happens next chapter. And the under would be your right, but it happens later down the line that we find out. I guess it would have to be the number, like, over a certain number of chapters that we find out. But, anyway, that's that's my thought on that. I just had, I just had an idea. I could be wrong, and I did not read the chapter going forward. I did not. I support official releases. <laughs> I'm a square. I am Mr. Legal Eagle. <laughs> I try to, do, I try my best. Cap. All right, Josh doesn't believe me. I have no idea. I could be wrong, and then you know when when I'm wrong, I'll be exonerated from from being accused of Cap. But till then, I guess Josh is just gonna straight up not believe his friend. Yeah. On this one. Okay. Um. Kuma storing his uh his memories. In, in a Paul thing, I think it is literally pain. Uh, it's like, I feel like if it's any pain, it's probably going to be mental trauma, which <laughs> is uh, pretty sad. I guess, I guess uh, it would have to elicit some kind of physical response in order for Kuma to be able to relay it. But I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I don't know how memories work. Um, but in theory, yeah. I think uh, if Bonnie touches it, she's going to actually literally feel everything he's felt uh, through the process of what's contained in these memories. Uh, right. Like she's going to experience everything he went through. Yeah. Like she's basically going to be him. And she's not hard body like her dad. That's who she looked like. She looked like her dad in a distorted future. That's true. Yeah. Her dad is a top-heavy, barrel-chested man. Very small legs. Yeah, very tiny legs. <laughs> um, I miss the long leg tribe. Yeah. Um, and the long arm tribe, too. Yeah. I miss both of them. Damn, who was cooler? The long leg or the long arms? Uh-huh. Um, man, I don't know. There's a long leg on uh, on the fleet. You know, the one that was in Dressrosa. One of them is long legs. Uh, and he kicks pretty cool. He is a he's a kicker. Uh, he kicks pretty good. That is pretty cool. But the long arm guys, they were working with Brooke. Apu was Apu's part of the long arm tribe. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's why his arms is like that. Yeah. And also the fruit, but he was he was a he's a long arm tribe member. Right. Yo. Oh God. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did I just say that? That's so cool. Oh god, that's so cool. <laughs> um 
Kaku's awakened form is pretty funny. I wish we had more time with it and him swearing it was cool regardless. You know, like people are still like, you may be awakened, but you're still a giraffe and you'd be like, mm, giraffes are cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'll fuck you up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Happy for Kaku. Yeah. Um, feel bad for Kuma, though. He's going through lots of stuff right now. Oh, uh, one more thing about Stussy. The only thing I really have to say about Stussy right now is that, like, if if you can make clones out of the Rocks Pirates, are there other Rocks Pirates that they've made clones of? Who else is a clone in this world? <laughs> are there multiple famous, former famous pirates that are now clones out there? Are there dead characters that are cloned could you clone cobra and make him some kind of false head of alabasta can you clone? why do i keep talking about cobra God. who is this nigga man vivi's dad oh shit no not him as somebody else never mind i'm, I'm a crazy guy yeah you're a crazy a crazy guy. guy there's a million characters i don't remember Virgo. you could i in theory you could <laughs> you could clone virgo but i don't think they cloned oh, wow. virgo yeah, I don't know they cloned Virgo. Because he's the because he's the grandfather of of hockey. No, he's not the grandfather of hockey. I mean, for the series in real life, yeah. No, he was just uh, particularly skilled in armament hockey, and that was his whole thing. Was was anybody else using it before him? Yeah. No, he was. He just had like a. Re, he was just like that was his strong suit. Was. Was, Wait, they fought Virgo when? Punk Hazard. Oh, shit. Yeah, I completely forgot everything that happened in that arc. Yeah. All right. You need All a right. refresher, bro. I do. Um, I do. Um, but yeah, that's my no, little... Uh, is this your favorite chapter? Oh, um, yeah. I would say this was my chapter of the week. Um, how about you? Not? Mm. No. All right. Well, this is my really good chapter of the week uh, where... It was top three for sure, though. Very good. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. A really good chapter. Um, I'm very How'd excited. How the audience feel about that? It, it's not. It's not the winner, unfortunately. But hey, if you guys want to vote for One Piece, subscribe to the podcast. And uh, follow up, uh, follow us for the poll there. The poll goes up uh, every Sunday uh, after the chapters come out on the official release, and uh, you get to choose your favorite. Thanks for reminding me, Jack. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's all I got to say about One Piece. Fantastic chapter. My favorite chapter of the week so far. Uh, hopefully, it keeps it going. Luckily, it's back next week. There's no break I have to anticipate. I mean, it's been off for two weeks already, so it better not, but... Very excited for what's to come with One Piece. Uh, any rebuttals? Anything? Any last words? Nah. All right. Let's uh, move on. My Hero Academia. Brian, why? Yeah, Brian. It's a shame not to have Brian here. Um, but this is My Hero Academia, Chapter 378. Uh, the story of how we all became heroes part four. Um, last we left off, uh, uh, what's his face? I almost called him stigma, but I know his name is, uh, uh, it's 
the villain guy that uh the hacker villain skeptic skeptic thank you i almost called him stigma um <laughs> skeptic was uh hacking ua systems and he was pretty excited about that but then he got counter hacked by la brava and her renegade yeah and her renegade <laughs> that's so true she was <laughs> she should be out there fighting all for one right now <laughs> she's got a fucking renegade. almighty push almighty push Instead, she's pushing these memes. <laughs> By the way, did you look this up by any chance? The da punk dance? No, no, I don't know. What is I looked th- up like four different videos. Is that a thing? So I like, I'm not gonna do the whole dance, okay? Okay. But the you... part that they're doing. All right, I know you've seen this dance before, right? When like it's... oh, you dropped your phone. Oh shit. I dropped everything. Damn. <laughs> hey, what's happening? Okay. Sorry for those listening on the pod. You won't be able to see this. Uh, but what subscribe I'm to doing on is YouTube. the... I forget the name of the fucking dance. But it's like... What is it like? You tell me. <laughs> oh, really? That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah that... I think I know what you're talking about. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm dumb I can't remember. But he's like, he, like, they hit the thumbs back like that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a dance. There's a bunch of moves. This oh, that's that Fortnite one. <laughs> yeah, but no, they, they. This is different. But they incorporated that one Fortnite dance into it. But yeah. they put the thumb up. But it's so fucking hilarious because I'm watching a bunch of different videos to see that one part where the cat is doing that. You know? Yeah. And like that's only maybe what like five percent of the dance. Yeah. So I'm watching this whole thing, like, and most of the videos I'm watching is these, like, these Japanese VTuber videos. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I know what a VTuber is. <laughs> yeah. But then it's not a VTuber. It's just, like, animated. Like, they're, like, yeah, animated dancing, but it looks... Whatever. Look. I, I thought that was really funny. It. it was like, the, the pump dance? Make it stop! Uh, <laughs> turns out La Brava ha- hacked skeptic before in like while he was like working as a shut-in uh and now this is, mm-hmm. he's she just came back to haunt him um so even though like um skeptic is freaking the fuck out uh he's he's off to like i guess counter counter hack la brava uh all the meanwhile ua is still plummeting to the ground uh so they're like hurry up and do something and She's just trying to figure out how to like get everything up and working again. Um, and uh, Sukauchi, the detective that the recurring detective that we've seen, uh, that usually works with the heroes, um, he, he's just overhearing this cop uh, yelling at La Brava, being like, We should have known it would be a bad call to leave our final line of defense to a convicted villain still in custody. And Sukauchi's like, a crime is a crime, and we can't erase the past, but it's not always a lost cause. And he flashbacks to Aoyama, you know, I guess implying that Aoyama is not a lost cause. Um, meanwhile, Midoriya and uh, Shigaraki are still doing their uh, heroes and villains uh, stare down. Uh, all the heroes are, like, kind of reeling at the UA falling and trying to figure out, you know, try to fucking do damage control as best they could with all these twices running around. Uh, 
and the guys in the fighter pilots are like watching on in this. But then one of them looks over and is like, wait, who's that? And descending from the skies, it seems, or like flying upward is a very familiar face. Very fucking uh, little cool moment. Um, we see that uh, as Skeptic is leaving, he gets intercepted by uh, a couple of the characters from uh, the other school. I remember this kid, the vibrational kid and Miss Joke here. Um, mm. And they seem to catch up uh, Skeptic. And uh, Sukaochi looks on saying, it's up to you, Tobita. And uh, we get a full view of a gentle criminal descending from the skies, looking cool as shit, very excited. Um, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> and uh, we get a flashback to the initial jailbreak, um, you know, that released a bunch of criminals, including Muscular. Um, and a lot of the characters were, uh, a lot of the villains uh, were stopped on their way by Gentle Criminal, who is just like trying to uh, get them to not escape prison. Uh, and is like, is this what you really want? And, um, you know, he's just trying to do his part and be uh, a hero. And of course the villains are like, of course this is what we want. And they all mob him. Um, we, uh, you know, I guess the rest of is history. They beat him up. We get this really dope panel of him in a pose like this with the water splashing all around him. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to shout out that panel cause it's, pretty fucking rad um but yeah gentle criminal tried his best to keep everybody away um and wait seven prisons ca- oh and he stopped everyone i didn't even notice that i'm yeah. sorry yeah he stopped everyone from escaping this prison using his uh his abilities um and he's just beat uh, gentle criminal is just beat up and um He's like, what is it that you want, Tobita? And all he wants is to see La Brava um, and to dot, dot, dot. And La Brava's, uh, you know, he's like, I'm as greedy as stubborn as they come. And your joy brings me loads more joy of my own, gentle. And uh, we see that he uses his abilities, uh, you know, as we all know, like La Brava has the ability to super boost somebody's power uh depending on how much oh, she loves yeah. them. Oh, yeah. I thought he was taking the um, one of those enhancers. Nope. That's LaBrava Blue Lantern charging his abilities, basically. Uh, and uh, Gentle is able to create an entire realm of elasticity in the air that uh, saves UA from plummeting to the ground. Um, and, yeah, he starts to reminisce, like, on that fateful day to save someone who'd fallen. Uh, he says, uh, oh, one of the, I guess he's recalling one of the, what the security guards are asking. He was like, tell me, boy, do you once again find yourself fighting for the joy of others? Uh, and he starts to think, yes, to, to be service to others was my hope. And yeah, uh, you know, UA is saved currently. Um, we get, uh, one of the visages from All for One, who is Banjo, the Black Whip hero, and he shouts out, "There's like the balance is broken. He's starting up again." Um, so uh, Shigaraki starts to touch the ground, I guess, to use his decaying power. And right before he does, uh, a bullet comes through and basically cuts off his arm. Um, and uh, Sukauchi is narrating over Midoriya seeing all this happen. And there's like, no matter how much they've fallen, 
each villain is still a human being. It's on us to recognize that about them. We absolutely have to, to borrow a phrase from a friend deep within each of our hearts. We'll find the starting point, their origin. And we see a big panel of uh, Lady Nagant uh, pretty much stitched together and using her sniper ability to basically save the day from from miles away. Pretty cool sniper move. Uh, And that's where the chapter ends. Um, Wowee, Josh, what did you think about uh, My Hero Academia Chapter 378? This shit was gangsta. (laughs) Um, this was actually my favorite chapter of the week. Hey, certified RGC, certified RGC. I'm gonna go out and say this is probably Yeah, I would probably say that. I'm not gonna. I won't mark anything down. I'll just wait. I'll wait. Yeah. Well, before I talk about what I um, you know. Well, one of the chapter for me was was um your man showing up, uh gentle criminal. Let's make no mistake, they're weird, okay? Je- the the dynamic, the relationship dynamic between gentle and Labrava, I don't like it. It's really creepy to me. Well, he's Labrava is twenty one. Probably a grown woman, but yeah. <laughs> huh? Labrava is twenty one. Right. It's it's fine. I'm just saying it still looked weird and it's like why would you go out of your way to make something look like this but different cultures right whatever <laughs> aside from that um i didn't know how to take his uh him coming back like to the to the manga i guess at first you know it was cool it was like oh shit like he's back but obviously you know i wanted to kind of inspected with a critical lens because in this chapter they're talking a lot about heroes and villains and stuff so if we go all the way back uh, to the beginning this is weird this is weird line that's uh like all right it's on page um 415 where they say i am your villain i don't care if you don't understand that's what makes us heroes and villains right so I'll be honest. I, I'd like to know what you think about that too, Chris, but I don't know what they're... Tr- to me, that doesn't mean anything. You know? Like, it, it sounds like it's it, they're just saying like, yeah, these things are the way they are. Like, these people are villains and that's that. But it's weird because then later on in the chapter, right, you have this uh, detective talking about how villains are still human beings and all of that. Then I don't know. I I have a. I think I understand, and it's going to be hard to explain because um, my uh, Horikoshi is, I guess, like in in when he gets into like the the theoret the not the theoretical the um the thematic things that he's going for and the way he makes characters express them there uh a little vague in a way but i think there's a contrast being drawn here between what shigaraki uh believes is uh the hero's perspective and what sukochi understands about uh you know just villains in general as well because we see that the the chapter starts off with shigaraki saying that i don't care if you understand or you know i guess implying that 
it doesn't matter if you understand it. Like, even if you say you do, you don't. And a lot of like, he's like, it doesn't matter if you understand what I'm going through or not, you know, but that's what makes us heroes and villains is that these are irreconcilable points of view in Shigaraki's eyes that he would never understand me. He, He won't understand why I do what I do. And that's why we'll always just like heroes and villains just are destined to fight each other through violence all the time. Cause that's part of all for one's whole thing is just like, they've made mentions of like, or even Shigaraki is just like, you guys solve every problem by beating people up and, you know, send it, throwing them in jail. You know, there's, so, you know, there's, there's a sense of just not understanding why people do things the way they do uh, yeah. or why people are the way they are. And Shigaraki in that moment is like, well, then if that's the case, then it doesn't fucking matter if you understand. I still have to do what I have to do. Uh, and the contrast being drawn with Tsukauchi is just like, he's understanding that like villains are people too. You know, like they have the, they have the capacity to change and to do better and to, you know, be a, be an asset to society. If, if we give them the opportunity, which we see with, you know, obviously gentle and, and lady Nagant and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I think that's what I drew from it. And I don't know if I'm right or wrong on that yeah. or if anybody read no, it. No, but my thing is I agree with you. I do. Um I I wonder I one hundred agree with, with like what you're saying on paper. I think that I, I a lot of that makes sense. Um especially with um I like how you said that with Shigaraki where it was like it it it, it comes down to the point that, you know, heroes at a time, we're just doing what they did because they labeled, you know, they labeled us all as one. That's just villains that needed to be dealt with and jailed. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. dealt with violently and then locked up and then that's that. Like that was their role as heroes and then his roles as villains. Now I kind of get what's being said. I guess what kind of threw me off is that, you know, in I can't speak for other countries around the world, but definitely here in America. When you look at like what people are actually going to jail for, mo- like a large, like way more. I can't. I don't know the actual number, but it's a lot more than fifty percent. I did. I think it's a little bit over sixty percent. That majority of people locked up in prison are for nonviolent crimes. Mm. You know, and even the ones that are like a, a lot of the cases that are violent crimes are like you know. Police, like like police assault and stuff like that, which you could argue is initiated by cops a lot of the time anyway. That's neither here nor there. Um, I'm trying to say is that like you know when we look at what what is a criminal, right? What is a a not not villain? I'm going to separate criminal from villain because villain and hero those are more like theoretical terms in my opinion. When you look at a criminal, someone that breaks the law, right? But the law is just something we make up. You know what I mean? It's not like this; these laws of nature, like if water gets heated up to a certain degree, it's going to turn into a vapor. Like that's the truth, no matter what. But you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. certain laws are not the truth everywhere else around the world. You know what I mean? And they change every every year. You know what I'm saying? We have new laws, laws you know, come and go, et cetera, et cetera. So 
people are criminals because they break laws that we create. You know, so what is, what's, how do we look at it? Like, all right. What do we do when you, when you start to understand that laws are set up for certain people to not succeed, you know, or, or, or laws just aren't in favor for like a group of people, like for obvious example, Jim, like Jim, like Jim Crow era laws. I mean, you could go to jail for voting. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. you're considered a criminal. You feel me? So when they they have all this rhetoric about like villains are humans too, or they can just change and stuff like that. And it I feel like it's kind of it's good for the story. It's a, it's a really cool message for the story. But in real life, you know, I don't think it is about any of these people. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, when you look at it this way, when you put it on the people, it's easy to kind of turn away from the actual systems that create these issues. You know what I mean? So it's everyone listening that's been listening for a minute, you know, with me, you know, my 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 relationship with my academia, you know that I'm pretty sensitive to when it comes to law enforcement and, and the dynamic of the hero and villain society. So I I just I just think it's 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 important for everyone to be aware. Like, you know, criminals like people are labeled criminals. It's not like you're it, it, it's it's like this undeniable truth. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, you're a thief. you're a criminal if you steal something right like that's breaking a crime but what if like what if you're starving you know what if it's someone that's that's starving i think that's okay you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think that's like there's nuance to that so we always have to remember that like you know what i mean like just because people are in jail we can't you know they're not just automatically bad people that need to fucking yeah. change fundamentally or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, that's, I think that's what they're trying to say here. That's what the villains, at least like the core group of the villains, the league, the league of villains here, you know, all these yeah. people are, they're criminals in a technical sense. And you know, to, it's a more dramatic sense with my hero villains because they've actually murdered people. Uh, right. And jazz and all that stuff. So, Technically, they are they are criminals, but I think like the message is is that there there is an underlying issue. It is that like question of what if they're starving? You know, like yes, Toga murdered people. You know, yes, she killed like a couple students. You know, like at her class, but she's mentally ill. Like, she, oh well, I want to be clear here. Murder is pretty. Yeah, you that's know, very different. It's an extreme. <laughs> these are extreme examples, obviously, but yeah, yeah. you know, it it is like attempting to kind of like draw these lines. Like Shigaraki is, uh, Shigaraki is also a murderer, and you could argue a mass murderer, but also, like, the society that like that has been the status quo that as exists was one that allowed him to really slip through the cracks. And when you, I guess, have these extreme examples, if you're like buying like the Shigaraki as like a figure in a thesis, 
you would understand that like there will be somebody in the world that would fall through the cracks of what was supposed to be a perfect system of law enforcement being very angry at this system and wanting to strike back at the system. And this is how I guess like extremist people are, you know, kind of born there. It's if you want to like take this argument and be like, there's an origin that, and there's a root cause, a systemic root cause for most criminals. I think that's what Horikoshi is trying to do with all the, at least core groups of the league of villains. Right. Even if he's not, doing it well at all with articulating it <laughs> yeah i mean i do i can not agree with you that yeah he's not articulating it, well. it is implied it's not like this completely random no fucking you know 70s or 80s era batman villain you know yeah what I mean? no like... it, it is it is kind of brutal with my hero academia where we're getting these rush chapters because and you know we we talk a lot about how like the league of villains was received in japan and uh, these are all just things we've heard on the internet. Uh, they seem to be true. And I feel like that kind of fucking sucks when the main thesis of your story, which are the league of villains, they, they're almost all like secondary. They're like supporting casts almost in a way. They're almost like protagonists in, in, a, in and of themselves. I feel Horikoshi intended just because of how much they, how much he wanted to tell through them, you know, like, a lot of the world building was probably contained within these characters, you know? Yeah. A lot of the world that we don't see, we see we see through Toga, we see through Spinner, most of all, to be honest. Like, Spinner is supposed to be a representative of all this underlying discrimination that we didn't really get to see throughout the series. And there's just, like, right. so much of the world that are within these characters. And from what I understand he probably wasn't really allowed to go deeper with them in his own time because of the poor reception of the My Villain Academia arc, supposedly. So, you know, supposedly. I'm sure that, like, if... if, And I'm not denying that it's not true because I could buy it, but um, if it is true, I'm, I'm sure his editors advised him to kind of, like, shift focus from them, which was a bummer because you could tell yeah. that he really got a kick out of writing these people and, you know had a lot to say through them but we just don't we don't have enough time with them um so yeah it, it's hard to it, it is tough to grade my hero academia on its own merit given what we know about the complications of its creation and its production uh yeah that's not you know what um i'm 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 willing i'm honestly willing to look past that well not even willing i have to be no, yeah, frank with you, that is kind of the lens I look at it through the series that mm -hmm. it is definitely toned down and I hate to drag him for it but what can I do you know what I mean he should have took a stand what can I say yeah <laughs> man I mean, hey. who am I to say that I'm not gonna judge hey. him but it's, it's... It, I'm you know I have my opinion on that but anyway I think Yeah, I mean, it. it just, when you look at the people that came out the prison, oh, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I was just saying it was just like not the same after my villain, you know. It wasn't. It, it wasn't, and I feel like it happened during my villain too. Yeah, because you see how he wrapped it up and set up this whole war thing literally immediately after. That was it. You know what I mean? That was it. Mm -hmm. That was it. Honestly, that was literally it. Mm -hmm. Um, that was it right there. 
I mean, I didn't care for the overhaul arc that much. I didn't overhaul was it. before that. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't, sometimes I feel like it, it started ha- the, that me starting to not care for the series as much started there, but that's not true. I was disappointed, but I was still looking ahead. And then after the, when it got to the war, is when I guess I started to feel like, oh, all right, mm-hmm. this is not good. Anyway, um, I just, I want to, I want to, I want to finalize this point I'm making. When you had Gentle Criminal at this prison, right? And he's holding his hand out to stop people. And he's like, please consider just, just like, this is not the right answer to leave the prison and, and, and go out, you know, in this situation, he's doing the right thing because look at all of these people. What are they all saying? We want to murder. He's like, damn right. He's like, is this really what you desire to to fucking burn the world down and, and wild out? And he was, and, and it's only one person saying damn right, but he thought the entire prison. Look at him. He, that's what it's implied. Like he fought damn near like an entire villain base. So it's just weird. It's just weird to me, Chris, because things are not adding up, and I don't know if you're understanding. Like. I thought hero society was fucked up, right? And things needed to change and things were fucking unfair. It's not being reflected in the prison system because these guys are all fucking um, um, psychopaths. Like this is Hunter x Hunter or something. Yeah. You feel me? No, these are murderers. They need to be removed from society. Listen, I don't think they need to be executed or right away in a fucking, in the prisons we have here. I think we need another solution to help these people and help them at an early point in their life and be able to figure that out before they get to that point. Mm-hmm. But these people cannot be in normal society. Fair well, enough. Yeah. But that is not the case. That's, that's such a small percentage of people you, in, in, in the world in general. And, eat, and, and it's a small percentage of uh, uh, in prison too, bro. Like There's not that many violent murderers out there. Most of the time, it's like in self-defense. Or like an assault situation, you know what I mean? Like people ain't like that, yo. That's not how the world is. Yeah, you know. What I, I mean, mean, look, people I... are crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Well, re- and and so that's why I settle that. I like a lot of this. Like, bro, like it's just weird because most of these people in had this been real. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, like gentle criminal would have been a, a real cornball because it's like, dog, most half these people shouldn't even be there anyway. You know, so what are you doing? But that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, I mean, I think two things. I think it's a two, manga, so it's just a fake story, right? Yeah, but I think two things can be true. I think they could, there could be very well a lot of people that probably don't deserve to be in that prison, but also a bunch of people that do. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's uh. He's playing around with some serious messages. I think, like... It's, I don't think it's something you can just say that this is just... Yeah, but... Oh, well, it's just a well, story. Like, people are going to take away something yeah, from... Yeah, but what are you going to do? Chapter. You're going to... I feel like it's also realistic to portray every prisoner as just a person that didn't deserve to be there. Some people are criminals, you know? Some people committed crimes. I'm just, well, in, what I'm like, saying real is, like... Well, I... I, I I could I could have the the 
I believe that 100% that in the story, these people are all lunatics. You know what I'm saying? It should not be a part of society. What I'm saying is the facts, at least in this country, is that most people locked up shouldn't fucking be there. Yeah. I and mean, there's better solutions. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's... Yeah, it's I don't know. Contributing to the overall image of, like, criminals or criminals and if you well, do bad, that's that. You go to jail and you should be there. Mm. And it's like, that's not that's not thinking critically. You know what I mean? That's not encouraging people to challenge that perception. Because that's not true. It's just simply not true in the real world. And people take messages away from comics like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to put Horikoshi on the stand. I'm just, I guess I'm just making a point and I'm kind of laboring it too. Because I think... Yeah, I, I don't know. I it's it's kind of I know what you're saying and I think you're what you're saying is right but yeah I don't know I yeah I don't know uh, I I I think there is nuance in also saying that like a lot of people don't deserve to be in prison but a lot of people also do it's it you can't it's hard to play that numbers game of who really we don't know every case we don't know everything I guess we could, judging on the context of what gentle criminal is a gentle criminal is someone in theory who has who wanted to be a hero could not be one for whatever reason and is became like kind of like a low-level criminal in theory he didn't really hurt anybody he was just doing these like glorified like phantom robberies but i don't think he ever really hurt anybody you know so gentle criminal is an example of somebody who didn't really deserve to be in a maximum security prison um, but yeah, I don't know. Is it's uh? It's, if any point, if any point wants, if, if I, I feel like um, I just want to make the point that like, no comic is perfect, no author is perfect. You know, I don't expect people to have all the information and shit. I think that's totally fine. You know, but. I, I just think it is, you know, the it, it, we have to recognize that these are important topics. And I'll tell you this, Chris, the numbers are out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know them off the top of my head, but any one of us could go pull up that a video, you know what I'm saying, or an article. The statistics are there, you know what I mean? So, but the issue is that people will read something like this and I think... Or not even it's not even about my hero academia. It's about media in general. But I guess that that's a that's a that's yeah. another conversation. Yeah, but I think you could um, say the protagonist. I still love this. Yeah, chapter I, like it made me think. Mm-hmm. I think you could still say the protagonist of this chapter. If anything, the offsetting of most of these people being portrayed as bad. The main character of this chapter is what you're talking about like mm. somebody who doesn't deserve necessarily to be in a prison like this and just like kind of following is hard to do what's right and people recognizing him for it and being like, and hopefully the idea is that the system would, this would contribute to a change in the system in a way there's no way to know until the series ends, but no, but I do agree with you. I I think that is being implied. Uh, it's like but for the, every the nuance is important though. Yeah, I mean, for every it sucks that, that that it's lacking. I wish there could have been more to it. I wish there was more meat to yeah. this. 
I mean, for every person but, you can argue is bad, there's a ton of people that are good. And I think that's what this chapter in particular is trying to say is that like for every person who's saying, hell yeah, that's what we want. There's a gentle criminal. There's a lady Nagant who did some bad stuff, but they had their reasons to do so. Uh, and, you know, maybe the stuff they did isn't necessarily warranted for to put them in the place that they were in the first place. But at the end of the day, it's what, what matters is that society is seeing that even these people that were deemed and, and you know, shown to be villains that were dangerous to society and needed to be locked away have the potential to change. And if it can work for people like Lady Nagant and, and Gentle Criminal, it could probably work for a lot of people. And the reason that these people in this prison are probably as violent as they were is that they were not given the chance and they didn't have the optimism that Gentle Criminal had to see that, you know, to to lose the faith in the society that Gentle Criminal still held on to. But I don't yeah. know. I think there's kind of nuance to this if you if you look for it. There's, but who knows? I mean, this was also a 15 page chapter, uh, so not a lot not a lot to really analyze on that front based on like hard evidence. Lady Nagant wasn't even a criminal. She was a government. She's old. She's old. If you ask me, she was done dirty. That was the point of her art. Yeah, she was. Which is also why I was a little frustrating that it ended the way it did. And it's like she doesn't need to prove anything. She doesn't need to shoot Shigaraki's hand and save the world. She could have went straight. She could have went to her fucking apartment, cut the fucking TV on, put her feet up. It would have been justified in just being a human being and being able to be free and live. And they should have gave her some fucking money. She should have sued, been able to sue the government and shit. Yeah. What they put her through. They, they, well, look, this is broke the rules with her. You know what I'm saying? They said, no, 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 we can do that because we're special and we can. And fuck you guys. And you know what? We're done with you too, by the way. So fuck you. Yeah. You know, that's Lady Nagant was, uh, is is in the same position as Hawks. She was like the first Hawks in general. So she was like spirited away. The Most of the hero community didn't really know that much about her. She was just kind of like this like black ops agent until they didn't need her anymore. And that put that is her origin story as a villain because coming out and immediately signing up to work with All for One, you know, that was a system that failed her. You know, that's that's the thing that, like, you know, we see with Shigaraki and Toga and all these guys is that it's a systemic failure that creates these people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Lady Nagant, I guess, yeah, she is justified in just going home and doing that. But <laughs> this well, is... Well, at least we're creating her and Hawks. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, but... Because there's no other evidence that it affects people systemically. No, I mean, it was, uh, it was the safety bureau or whatever. It was a government mm-hmm. agency that was like, do this all this stuff for you and then we'll truck you aside. And so Lady right. Nagant is like, well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna work for this guy who doesn't who's like trying to take down your shitty society. You know? Right. And it's that's, all yeah, these that's... Yeah, it's all these people all these villains are just like victims of a systemic change in a world where everybody seems sees it as kind of like perfect. And they're they're not awakened to these realities that few people genuinely experience mm. and Nagant is one of them uh it just happened to her a little later than most 
So it's a uh, it's a nuance in my hero academia, even though the chapters are very short. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I guess maybe I don't know if I'm giving it too much credit, but I did really love this chapter. Uh, I think you're filling in the gaps a lot, and I, it's it's fine. You know what I mean? It's I'm not because yeah. what what you're doing is thinking critically. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy to take that for granted from your, you know, for your own self sometimes, you know what I mean? But, you know, some, some people are truly not aware to these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> all you could do well, is what you're going to do. Well, we're going to, you know, that's why, that's why I, I try to speak up when I see weirdo shit going down, you know, in the mm-hmm. media that I observe and I, and I intake, you know, we always had to take a moment when it comes to these serious issues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, all we could do is read and we come on the show and we say what we say and we put our stuff out into the universe and then the universe takes it from there. But like, if they are talking about football, I want to give a fuck. Yeah. Who cares? I'm not going <laughs> to, you know what I mean? You say what the fuck you want. Sports, entertainment. Spirits. You know what I mean? You talk about <laughs> chess or something. What was Bakuman about? The manga industry? Well, you know, I guess we could. We could say how maybe it's a crit- a light criticism. Whatever. Look. Yeah. You know how I feel. Hey. I think it's time to move on. Yeah. I didn't. I don't even think you really gave your thoughts for this whole chapter, but I think you kind of did too. Uh, I'll I'll just. I mean, you know, I feel like I've said a lot about it, but I will say that uh, it was good. It was really good to see Gentle Criminal again. Uh, this was my runner-up, to be honest. Uh, I I really enjoyed it and. It was just cool. I did. I I saw a gentle criminal coming. I did not see Lady Nagant, and that was a cool little addition. Yeah. Uh, especially you know, like I'm coming off of uh, recently reading My Hero all the way through again, and like, it was good to have Lady Nagant's story fresh in my mind for this, and you know, seeing her like come back and her power is pretty fucking dope. The big sniper rifle that her arm just turns into a sniper rifle, and her hair is her bullets. Uh, so pretty cool. Pretty cool to see everyone. Um, lots of beautiful art. Of course, whenever they display uh gentle criminals power in particular, it's always great. Um, hopefully it could keep this up. I don't know what, what comes for the next chapter, but this was really cool. And it was a good payoff. I always knew gentle criminal would come back and they, uh, Horikoshi, I feel like, uh, stuck the landing with, uh, with his return. Uh, to be honest. Yo, she still has her hospital. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, she was blown up from the inside. Like, all for one, like, like, bugged her quirk that he gave her. He gave her, like, a flying quirk. And it yeah. was, and it also had a feature where it would self-destruct on his command. And I'm like, you could do that? All right. Yeah, this thing is official, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a real asshole. Uh, but all right. Uh, I guess that's it for my hero. We not we uh, gave a good, nice chunk of uh, of a, of attention to it. Let us know what you think. We had a big, uh, fun discussion about my hero academia. But I am wondering uh, how people are absorbing uh, what we talked about and what what they heard or seen from this chapter. So please uh, comment if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know what you think about this chapter. And um, yeah, let's move on. 
Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm going to pass the baton over to Josh, and he's going to cover Jujutsu Kaisen. All right. Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 210, Offering to the Unknown, Part 2. Alternate title. I actually don't have one for this week. Or rather, I don't want to give a whole title of a chapter based off of two pages <laughs> as much as I wanted to. Okay. Last week. Well, last week was interesting. We found out a few things. Um, found out that American soldiers have finally um, pulled up to Japan and entered the culling game. We learned the very important fact that each of them get a Kogane. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Very important. And, um, you know, we also get an explanation of their, their actual purpose, which is, you know, just to die, either to kill people and build up cursed energy or for them to get killed themselves and then build up cursed energy. That's it. That's all. That's what Kenjaku wants to do. Um, he just wants to build up Chris Energy and create a, uh, a monster. Yeah, merge a bunch That's pretty of people straight like Yeah. What's uh, all these other villains have pretty wild plans? And his, his sounds complicated initially, but then when you think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, he just. He just wants to make a cool monster thing. Right, right, right. Sacrificing most of the people on the planet in the process. Anyway. We're at the beginning of the chapter that starts in the most Jujutsu Kaisen way possible. <laughs> um, you have what looks like a troubled person um, in one panel. You can't really tell if it's them, but they're serving up something in this broken-ass dish. And I see this kid sitting out eating something and uh she spits out a screw yep and the screw was in her food yeah there was a fucking screw in her food and then it makes sense because on the next page we see that it was one of my favorite uh <laughs> cursed cursed spirits to date yeah <laughs> um multi-face monster yeah i like this guy i like him it's it's um all right. But it's definitely creative categories. Uh-huh. It's definitely creative. It's creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I like I see what's going on. He's like the different faces to stretch. Like maybe they all look different. I don't know why though. I don't understand why. I don't understand why it's taking care of the kids. I guess it wants to eat them, but there's something weird about it, like that that it's conditioned that it in the past life it cared about children. But now it must consume them. So it's, you know, it's crazy, crazy world for a cursed spirit. Crazy life. Anyway. It's um, wild out here for cursed spirits. Yeah. So that, that story took place. And we don't see that ever again. Um, we cut to Megumi and um, Itadori pressing one of the uh, U.S. military soldiers that they, uh, you know, caught up. And they're asking him, oh, like, oh, actually, he's he's actually Japanese, not American. And they're saying that, oh, like, uh, he's the guy, like, he's a traitor. So that's probably why he, they kept him alive, because <laughs> he's Japanese. Very uh, real cool, guys. Real <laughs> nice. 
Way to stick together. Nice solidarity there. Yeah. Anyway, so the comedian's like telling him that he sold out of his country. And Trevor's like, yo, shut the fuck up. That, <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we're trying to say. So um, they make an interesting point that I actually forgot that Jujutsu uh, headquarters controls the country, right? So, you know, why... Like, basically, like they said, like, why didn't Japan try to, like, you know, do the same with Cursed Energy that America's trying to do after Kenjaku told them, like, you know, about Cursed Energy? And it was just like, man, because the headquarters don't want everyone to know about it. Yeah. They want to they want to they want to have it all to themselves and be the coolest fucking people. Yeah, we want to keep our powers. Robes. They want to live in Edo, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know the period. Let me stop spewing ignorance. <laughs> um, they want to be traditional Japanese people. <laughs> this guy says no, noblesse oblige. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what, what that, that means. means. I don't know what oh, that means. Oh shit, that's not. I good. guess I could look it up while you uh, continue covering the chapter. Right, everything is about self responsibility in this country, so it never take hold. I don't really know what he's talking about. As oh. Far as, as uh, the inferred responsibility of privileged people to act with generosity and nobility towards those less privileged. Wait, what? Repeat that one more time. Noblesse, noblesse oblige. Well, I don't know how to say it. Noblesse oblige. Wait. Noblesse oblige. Noblesse oblige is the inferred responsibility of privileged people to act with generosity and nobility towards those less privileged. Right. That is something that is not. <laughs> that does not happen. We have more of it. It does not happen much. It does not happen it much. It is um, a fantasy. As a matter of fact, yeah, they uh, they do everything they can to keep people down and not help them. Anyway, look, I'm not gonna go word for word on this conversation with you guys. The point is. They figuring out that they gotta, you know, they gotta stop this curse energy from being built up one fucking way or another, mm-hmm. or you know, Kenjaku's gonna ruin the world. So, you know, Itadori's like, you know, all right, we gotta help him. Like, is like, bro, like, fuck that. They trying to abduct us, man. They want to bring us back to the to America and turn us into batteries. Yeah, suck my dick, nigga. What <laughs> is he talking about? Um, but he's like, you know, like. We have to. If we don't stop him, he's going to, like I said, he's going to destroy the world via a big monster. And then uh, Christian's favorite character starts to talk. And he says, Is that my favorite don't character? Don't bother. It's not, I don't know why I said that. I don't know why you say that either. I don't know why I said that, bro. <sighs> it's going to be really weird. But I'm going to break it down right now in the middle of this review. Mm-hmm. You like Megumi as a character. You think he's dope. I think he's cool, yeah. You like Megumi more than I like Megumi. You don't like Megumi? I do. He's cool. He's cool. But there was a point in time where you thought he was way cooler than I thought he was. Is that what I thought? When did I I think think that? It was before the fight with Receipt Man. Just follow me. So, because there was this gap 
I'm like, all right, Megumi is your guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, goddamn, one of your cat, like one you of one what, of your Josh? characters. You know, and then, I say I like a character, and he he's automatically my favorite. This is what Josh does. You say you like something, and he's like, he loves this thing. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I don't want to spoil the rest of the chapter, so I'm going to finish this towards the end. Let's put a bookmark on that, okay? okay. So, anyway. The fucking mouth on Angel's face. I forget it's actually. I think the. I think the mouth is, is angel, the right? angel. Yes. The mouth is Angel, and the girl is it's Hana. Well, you know, about to be one of the most important characters. Oh my god! I guess. Oh god! This <laughs> you already is like hating? Why are you hating? All over Why are you hating all of a sudden? <laughs> you. She's you know not. I'm hating. She's not important. You know I'm hating. She's, she's not important. All of a sudden, she was important since the beginning of the culling game. They said, you "Know what I mean?" They said we have to find her because she's kind of the key to freeing Gojo. Yeah, not the key to the fucking joining the crew. Uh, mm, Chris, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Listen, I don't know what you're and, talking about. <laughs> so, Angel, the mouth on this very important girl's face. So saying, I I so she's in danger. I'm in danger. So don't drag her into a meaningless fight. So like it, because it is always was. It's you know he's always ready to just say fuck it. Let's just go in and figure it out. And she's like, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh, that doesn't help us. We don't have a plan. So I'm not about to put myself in danger. And then they say we weren't together to begin with. So let us go our own way. And then they say, this is when things start getting weird for me personally, Chris. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So right at this point, so he says, we weren't together to begin with, so let us go on our way. That's the mouth. That's Angel saying that to Itadori. And really, the rest of them, not just Itadori specifically, to the rest of the group, right? Like, y'all do what the fuck y'all gonna do. We're gonna go on our own, you know, we're gonna do our own thing. And then Itadori's like, don't be bossy. I don't trust you. And there's like a question mark, and and then uh, the girl again. The important. It's funny because the mouth stays silent, and then like the it says, "Are you talking to the angel or me?" Either way, it's unpleasant. And she, the girl, has like an attitude, and I don't. I get it now, but it's still I'm not seeing it. Well, Josh, now you understand how I feel. <laughs> When you're like, the angel's important, all of a sudden, Itadori is doing the same thing. He is. Itadori is literally also, <laughs> Itadori is also like, you're all of a sudden important. <laughs> is that what's happening? He's no, no. He is being a little irrational. But I'll explain why at the end. All right. So. Then we cut to this. Oh God, this is crazy. You see what I'm assuming is one of the military soldiers on a on a fucking hook, being like hanged down. And then there's these fishes, and I guess that they're cursed fish. Yes. I don't think they're regular fish. Yes. So he's fishing for cursed fish that are just there. And this thing is also then, a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cursed spirit fishing for. He looks like a. A jelly bean. He looks like a titan. He looks like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's fishing. He's he's fishing, using humans as lore, and then 
the cursed fish are eating it, and then he's when he snatches them up, he's feeding them to his cursed children. I guess this shit is wild. Then we had all right. Then we got one of them soldiers. He's like, I'm a soldier, so I was prepared. I knew terrorists might off me at some point. Nigga, you're a terrorist. Or I might step <laughs> on a landmine in the desert at some point. That's wild. <laughs> at some point, at some point, at some point. They are terrorists, bro. No, they're just maybe. <laughs> Watch the news in other countries. Yeah, 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 I know. About us. Yeah. It just made me laugh. Um, America! Oh. Fuck yeah! I gotta be better with that timing. Uh, We're gonna blow up your fuck yeah. fucking Eiffel Tower and everything else you hold dear. <laughs> Man, and, all right, anyway. Um, yeah, yo. So he's like, I know death. I've been ready to embrace death. I love it. You know, I signed my soul over to the American government. This shit is different. Who? And I, I feel him on that. I can't take this. And he just stops. I don't know why. There's a light shining down from above. Yeah, there is a light shining from above. Why? <laughs> you know why. The next chapter, the next pages show why. I don't know. I, all right, all right. So then, okay, so... Then we cut to Megumi and his black dog. For whatever reason, he just has it out. And um, Itadori, you know, they're running in an alleyway, and Megumi's like, this isn't like you. Itadori's like, you sure about that? And Megumi's like, everything else aside, were you referring to the angel and Sukuna? You're gonna have to help. It's a little vague. Later. It's a little vague, so, but I um, think like remember. You want to wait or? I can explain it right here. I think, just in terms of the context of the chapter, I think what he's talking about. We all know that, like, at this point, Angel is after Sukuna. So Itadori's uh, Megami is like, are you saying that you don't trust her because of the thing going on with Angel and Sukuna? Oh. Because Itadori knows that Angel is after Sukuna. <laughs> That's true. Well, they that's not a secret, right? It's not a secret. It's a secret between, you know, Megumi and, and Itadori. They know. Because yeah. they know that Sukuna's with Itadori. But Oh, Angel doesn't know that. Angel though. doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's genuinely asking, like, oh, well, like, is it because of that? Like that would be weird, but I guess that's the only thing that made sense to him initially. And mm-hmm. he's like, nah. Well, he doesn't say that yet, but now we cut to this other story. So they all knew all to come back to the story. Yeah. But not really. After. This I is think. why I'm upset. This is why I'm upset. They all knew it wasn't their mother, but anyone who cried or complained would suddenly disappear. So gradually, they all fell silent. Later, I learned I had been there about one year. Yo, this cursed spirit was just taking care of them. Mm-hmm. But not really, because it was doing a shit job. But it tried. No, I mean, it killed the girls, but maybe it was abducting girls. I don't know, yo. Maybe they were orphans. Who fucking knows? She says, later I learned. All right, so she says, I followed a dog. A dog with a fluffy white tail. There's a girl. I think she's older. She's... Had it rough, give her to the cops. You hungry girl. 
I guess that's somebody. I get it. All right. Because you see Gojo and Megumi, they saved her. I guess they killed the cursed spirit and saved her from the situation. No, I think here's what it is. She followed a dog one day. She just like happened to see one of Megumi's devil dogs. And she just followed it. And the dog led her to them. And then they saved her. I don't think they they destroyed the cursed spirit that was like holding her. I think she just like got away from it, and you know, right? It it led her to Megumi because it doesn't say that they destroyed the cursed spirit. They said that oh, I see. Yeah. All right, right. So do you think it said Jesus? Someone finally came, and then they do the whole. I didn't. I guess actually. I must have like went right past this page or something because I don't remember this scene. That was so dramatic. What the fuck? Yeah. Fate is all I believe we would someday meet again. So little by little, in hopes of being worthy to stand by your side, I help people. What? So Megumi, I'll I'll tell you what in a moment. I would have expected you to be more considerate to Karusu. That's the girl that's important. And then Itadori says, ever since I rejoined you, I've been afraid of her replacing Kugisaki. And then Megumi is like, don't be dumb. And he says, I'll apologize later. And he says, yes, you better. And then Angel says, don't you have something to say? And then the community just says, on the final panel. So, okay, this was so fucking random at, to me at first. But now I know, now I understand what the feeling really is. And she has been fucking shoehorned into the equation, bro. And I don't like it. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. I wasn't even remotely considering her being a part of, like... Of the crew for any sustained amount of time until they said, I've been afraid of her replacing Kugasaki. I'm like, what? Don't put words in my mouth. Don't don't put feelings in my head. That's that's not how I feel. Itadori did not feel that way. No, he did not. I disagree. He's you're 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 cheating. You're doing this this my hero academia shit, Gigi, and I don't like it. I need more time. And she's not cool yet. What does she do? And ain't she... Oh, God. I guess because the second coolest X-Men ever is Angel. So maybe he thought, yeah, I got to have an Angel character in my series and make it lit. Well, yes. Here's what I'll say. Which one are you going to dispute? We have not seen the extent of Angel her... Angel being number two, the number two X-Men or Listen, everything else? We don't know the extent of her abilities because all we know is that she shines a light on her cursed spirit and all of a sudden it's just not there anymore. So we don't know what you her like power We don't know what her powers are. Lit? We don't know what her po- I don't know what her powers are. What do you mean if when I you, I never uh, said it so when, when I'm saying it has nothing thing. to do with her be with her being lit. We just know she's strong. And that she could just like basically like all she did was shine a light. And then all of a sudden this cursed spirit is not devouring this man anymore. What are her powers? I don't know, but they're strong and she has the ability to save Gojo. 
she's confident enough that she could kill Sukuna. <laughs> oh, shit. Not a lot of people are confident in this world that they could beat Sukuna. Kenjaku is. The only person who is confident that they could defeat <laughs> Sukuna was Gojo. Oh, shit, yeah. He was like, he might give me a problem. Yeah. Everybody else is like, I, I don't want it. I don't want it. Gojo really is the best. Yeah, Gojo is. <laughs> he like, literally said that shit in the second chapter. He's like, huh? He might give me some trouble, but I'd win. I might have to go, go all that out. Right there. I might have to go I all might. out against him, but might. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, I know. <laughs> now, Kukasaki's not dead, man. I don't think so either, man. I, I'm well. At least I'm hoping not. You know, Why would he do this? Why would he do it like that? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because I felt like he did this for us, for the fans, like to let us know, like, yep, she's about to replace her. Even no, though no one no, could ever no. replace her, she's going to be replaced. No, no, no. What, did he change his mind? He's like, you know what? She's actually well, not that dope of a character. Uh, listen, you are also forgetting the massive tension of the second that she finds out that Itadori is Sukuna. It's not a good thing. She's not friends with them, really. That's what's going to make the dynamic better. That's what I'm worried yeah, about. That's bro. what's happening. What you're telling me not to worry about is what I'm worried about, Chris. I think this is Akutami speaking to us about the opposite way. Is that Angel will not replace Kogisaki. And mm. the character still... Like, the, the way that you do replace Kogisaki is that if Angel completely takes over and they forget about her. But Megumi being like, don't be fucking stupid. Of course she can't replace her. Nobara is the goat. Nobara is our friend. You don't replace Nobara. I gotta apologize to no fucking body, yo. That's how I feel. Who? Who he gotta apologize to? He was rude to Angel. <laughs> no, the fuck he wasn't. He was. Angel's he was, rude. He was like, shut up. <laughs> and so is Kurusu. Yeah, I don't know. He was being overly hostile when he didn't technically have to yet. She doesn't know. She doesn't know the truth. That he's yeah. Sukuna. Sukuna. Uh, what are your other thoughts? I don't have too many other thoughts, I guess. Hmm. I guess you should have gave your thoughts. Yeah, I have a oh, little something. Uh, I have a little something. I do. I, I really enjoyed this chapter, first of all. Um, I, I think there's, I really like the simplicity of Angel's story. I don't think you need a whole complex backstory for characters necessarily. And, you know, who now knows? This. We could see a lot more. From... Now this, by the way, did JJK get the audience? Oh yeah, it did actually. <laughs> this it is, did? Yeah. Fuck, this is a line. No. Yeah. Wait. I mean, you didn't let me, I was going to reveal it at the end, but yeah. This no, that's is... my fault. That's my fault. I, I jumped the gun. Yeah. Well, gun. anyway, this was the audience voted really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. It won with like 58% of the vote. So, you know, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I think it was second. I think like My Hero Academia and Black Clover were tied and One Piece probably had like one vote to it. Uh, Yo, Jutsu. But yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen won the really good chapter of the week. And if you guys want to vote, subscribe to the channel so you never miss the uh, community poll that we put up 
when whenever the chapters drop on the official viz uh website that's where we pretty much cover the chapters that's why we're covering technically if you're going by scanlations last week's chapters um but yeah ch- uh subscribe to us and uh, vote for your favorite chapter uh of the week and we'll announce it every week um but yeah i mean i i really like this chapter i think there's uh a couple interesting things like i was saying i liked angel's backstory i don't think you need like a big bombastic backstory for every character to get their motivation across and who they are and you know that's not to say that we won't see more from angel you know about her backstory or hana sorry i keep forgetting her name though i can just call her angel but angel and hana are two different people basically yeah um but yeah i it, it, there is cool uh, a niceness in their simplicity um but also it's a little bit of a double-edged sword where i was also confused in reading it uh how she came to meet megumi in general and i kind of had to put the pieces together i don't know if akutami is doing that intentionally uh you know because he wants to save certain details of hana's backstory for later or what but he this is a little bit of a track record with, for him where there's like a little bit of omission uh in in certain details and it's hard to see how they got from point a to point b sometimes in in backstories and whatnot so Mm. i i put together my interpretation of what happened i guess through the context clues and how this the chapter flowed into itself and the information we were given and part of the information we weren't given is whether megumi and gojo actually defeated the curse which it doesn't seem like they did it, it the I followed a dog seems that this is a story being told from a, from Hannah's perspective and that mm. she just happened to see the the devil dog and just followed it and it brought her to make to Megami and uh and Gojo so that's what I put together but you know in the simplicity of Angel's backstory a little bit of Somewhat important detail is left out. I don't know what happened to that curse that was looking after the kids. It could right, still, it's still out there. Is <laughs> it probably? Um, I hope. I kind of hope so. Yeah, but this panel with the devil dog and Hana was kind of cute. <laughs> I like that it like it, it was like a cute little dog with her and um all that stuff. It was a uh, little yeah. Uh, I'm surprised I, it didn't eat her. You know, there's this other thing where angels like pointing. You know, in that famous painting, I don't know what it's called, but you know the painting when you see it where it's God touching man and uh it's uh and it, they're akutami basically recreated it with angel and this soldier uh so i thought that was kind of funny um but yeah i i like i like this little backstory for hana and you know I, i'm glad that she's a good person <laughs> a good person or seems to be a good person with all this power um yeah angel's not Angel's probably, um, what's the word? Not not affiliated with either side. As long as Angel's goal is fulfilled of killing Sukuna, which is a good goal. Sukuna is a piece of shit. <laughs> He's not a good person to keep around. So, right. you know. I agree. Anyway. But yeah, that's all I got to say. Uh, it was good to see <laughs> Nobara again. I'm in the middle of a Jujutsu Kaisen read through again. Uh, and I'm in the part where uh, they're actually fighting the cursed wombs and I'm getting refreshed on their whole deal. Oh. Uh, so that's nice. And I got to see Nobara actually defeat people 
like that uh use her resonance and stuff. That shit was so cool. No no girl mm-hmm. is so fucking awesome. I hope she's not dead. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Uh you guys are not ready for season two, anime watchers. People really went crazy for Jujutsu Kaisen when the manga came, when the anime came out. And all I'm saying is, and it's the same for Chainsaw Man. I'll say this. You guys haven't seen shit yet. You're about to get into yeah. the good part. If if season two hits Shibuya, because I, I think it's going to start with Gojo's backstory. And then that leads into Shibuya. I don't know if they're actually the robot robot man. Yeah, they have to have yeah, they have to get forget about that. Yeah, they have to get through Mechamaru. Yeah, you gotta get through through Mechamaru versus Mahito. It was so out of nowhere, like when that happened. Hey, I mean maybe it won't be as out of nowhere as I think because uh I'll be reading through it and I'll get to that point. Yeah. Remind me. So far he was supposed to be a traitor at first. So far, pretty good, pretty good read through, honestly. I'm getting like now that I understand uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's world more, reading it through the first time, going back and just getting like the the pieces of the puzzles filled out has been kind of fun. Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say about Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm very excited for what happens next week. Um, never replaced Nobara. Nobara cannot be replaced. Um, all right, uh, you ready to move on? Yes. Don't accept Karusu. <laughs> you can accept you can accept Karusu without forgetting about Nobra or replacing Nobra. I said what I said. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 348, determined. Um last we left off, Asta came in and uh and saved Ichika from uh her illusion Herself. father. Yeah, from herself, from her illusion dad, uh, coming in and uh, and chopping her in half, um, and uh, yeah, he's in his demon mode form. He's on he's on demon timing, and uh, he he's conferring with uh, Lieb within his body, and he's like, it's some kind of transformation, an enemy spell. It looks like Ichika's re- yeah, yeah. relatives, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. um. Is like it's showing her an illusion. So, and Asa's like, yeah, I figured nobody, there's no way anybody could corner Ichika in a fair fight. Anybody? <laughs> I'm sure people could, some people could corner her in a fair fight in this universe. No, she's clearly the strongest. Not the <laughs> Chris, huh? this, Just, she's, make her the Wizard King. She's, yeah, wizard. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so, right, have her be Lucius. Lucif- I forget his name Lu- already. Lucius? I think it was Lucius. Name. Lucius, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, I get the point. She's the best. Yeah. Moving forward. Anyway, Beast Man is like, human hearts are weak. That goes for your skills too, doesn't it? Uh, he's like, she was pathetic. Even watching that was painful. And uh, he uses the boogeyman to create a new... Uh, new illusion of Asta in his doubt, most doubtful moment being like, I can't be Wizard King. He's like, I'm going to traumatize you with your own self-doubt. Um, his hand looks so scrawny too. Yeah. Uh, he's like, what? You're scared of yourself? What's wrong with you? I'll set you free. 
uh, he's like die and accept Lucius's ma- master Lucius's uh, protection. And um, yeah, he's just getting uh, he's he's just getting talked down to by his double. Uh, and he's like, what I'm scared of is my own weak self until the next panel is just a big slash through uh, on Asta. We think it's the fake is the real Asta, but it's actually the fake Asta as uh, real Asta has cut him in half. And he's like, I just got back from slashing my own weakness. Unfortunately right. for you, I had some character right. development. <laughs> just a few minutes ago. Yo, if you just got here a couple hours earlier, you would have had me, dude. But I went through some serious self-growth. I had the dude bro tell me the millionaire mindset. And I've oh, and now I got my confidence back. Uh so he's like thinking to himself about how like I don't have the talent, but I mu- that's why I must get stronger. He's like work hard to make it happen. Millionaire grind set, no excuses. Um, so he's just determined wake to wake up every morning, <laughs> do your push ups, do three billion push ups, no excuses. Uh. So, yeah, he's just going off on this, like, do more than the geniuses who already have more what it takes. Since I don't have talent, I don't have time to waste. I've got no time to be afraid. Just get stronger so I can win, so I can protect, so I can save. And I'm like, God damn, Asta. Uh, so he's like, just keep on getting stronger. That's the kind of Wizard King you want to be. Be determined to become the strongest. And we get a pretty cool uh, drawing of Asta looking determined. Uh, and... Beast Man is just like, man, that sucks. Fuck this dude. He turned into, yeah. He's like, in that moment, he just recognized a tough enemy and he just started going in. Uh, he pulls a Bellamy. He just starts like bouncing around everywhere. Uh, he's like, a human could never be matched for a paladin. Uh, and as he comes close, this is literally the Bellamy and Luffy fight almost, except for a punch. What? It's it literally ends with just like a, a cool sword swipe and uh and the guy is defeated um and uh cuts he, his hand in half yeah his arm in fucking half basically yeah that's got to hurt they don't show it though when he falls on the ground i thought they was going to show it his hand like bread well it's not it explains that like uh ichika sees that his your yoku has has changed and and no reverted and uh the big uh the the strong guy the strongest um guy guy on the reason seven is like i bet he only slashed the magic of the paladin or whatever that thing was so he basically just cut the magic like and not necessarily the person so i guess like that's all just evil evil juice leaving his system um sure (laughs) um So he has ma- he has anti magic zetin even, and uh, it lets him move after his opponents tip their hands and win no matter what. Huh? <laughs> so there you go. It's the ultimate counter strike. So I I'm sure there's more to it than that. It sounds extraordinarily broken, but <laughs> we'll have to see. So he turns over to uh, to to sister, and he's like, sister. I'll save you now. And that's where the chapter ends. You're next. You're next. Oh, uh, my screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Josh, oh, what did you yeah. think about this chapter, about Black Clover chapter uh, 348? Nigga, what you think? I, <laughs> this is classic Aztec Hamlet coming to save the day. But, oh, did you peep on this two-page spread how it says Zet 10? Zet 10? Yeah. Did you notice? No. It's on page uh, 15 and 14. Oh, yeah, it does say that. That is cool. This was a cool two-page spread. I didn't mention it in the moment, but that... that I, I joked about it being like Bellamy versus Luffy, but this was a dope-ass two-page spread. To Boy, it does not get more shonen than this. First of all, I mean, you got the girl on the bottom right corner. Just You have to have somebody amazed by what just happened. <laughs> or it doesn't count. You know yeah, what no. I'm saying? If, if, you don't got, if you ain't got your shorty there watching, or the girl you like watching... Or a whole crowd of people, then it really don't count for shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, when you use your new flashy moves and forms and stuff, uh, yeah. And then the, this was cool. This this could be a poster. That could be a poster, but the Zetin, the Zetin really pulls it together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I thought it, I thought when the guy. You know what? There was somebody I left a really interesting comment on our last video um, on Black Clover. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned something about the Beast Magic guy. And that it might I have think been... that's uh, Southwind. Uh, he comments on a lot of our Black Clover stuff. Yeah, yeah. Southwind Shout PRR. You, you, yeah, yeah, you're a real MVP. <laughs> we have yeah. shitty... You, you, we... Get, you, you have to make something to think about, too. Southwind, that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah. Southwind PR. He's like... He comes on and he comments on our Black Clover. He's honestly very helpful because I just be yeah. forgetting stuff about Black Clover. It's one of the few series that I've only read once through. And uh, mm-hmm. so my memory goes to shit <laughs> <It's> eventually. <not> <laughs> It happens to all of them. Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia. Uh, I've only read it like all, each of those series like once over. So sometimes I read through series a couple times just to refresh myself on certain things. I haven't gotten over to Black Clover yet. So he's been a, a very fun resource. Uh, and I appreciate that yeah. from uh, from uh, from one of our listeners. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, bro. But um. Well, with all that said, I forgot what it was he actually said. But he said, I actually, uh, I have his comment oh, uh, about which one? The Beast one? Mm-hmm. He says that the Paladin is a bit sus, uses Beast magic yeah. like a certain elf. Veto did, uh-huh. use, did use a strange body at the first reincarnation. Where's the second body was artificially named? When it was... Oh, okay. Remember those three things? The be the people being reincarnated, mm-hmm. and one of them was Majicula or whatever. You know, he was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the oh, second I mean, remember when Veto came back at the end of the last arc and he's just using an artificially made body. So yeah. I think he's saying that uh the one the other one paladin was a dead person. It's it's hard to say. Is he using I don't know. Are you applied that you're using? He's using like Veto's old body. Maybe because there wasn't the wasn't the, all right. This is just me. These are my thoughts. But remember the guy that was in the water like area that that real strong guy. Didn't he use beast magic? Wasn't that his shit? Water area. 
Yeah, when they went to that whole water zone, man. Oh, shit. This is why we need people like Southwind. It was real <laughs> early in the series, yeah. man. Yeah, no, it wasn't right. the Heart Kingdom. It was, it was. I wish I could look back. Let me see. Um, they were underwater, yo. It was like this underwater kingdom or something like that, and they had to fight like his peoples, and then they got, and then like during the like it was like a test, and then during the test, um, they got they all got attacked by uh, you know that 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 crew that first evil crew, mm-hmm. at the elf, you know. The mid the midnight oh, I forget the fucking name. Yeah. Well, whatever. whatever it doesn't matter. I'll give it thoughts on the chapter, right? We're yeah. finished? Yeah. Okay. I I just want to give him a shout out. That's good. I'll be more prepared next time. If you got yeah, something more to say, i I'm gonna I wanna address it. Because he brings a lot of insight to Black Clover. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Um but man, when he started jumping around everywhere. I, I just started dying laughing because, first of all, I knew. I knew what time it was. I knew Asta was about to one-shot him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even just when. I knew he was about to one-shot him because mm-hmm. he got scared. He he got scared when he looked at Asta's face and was like, oh, shit. He he instinctively turned into <laughs> into combat form. He didn't do it on purpose because mm-hmm. he was just chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he it reminds me of like One Punch Man when Flashy Flash was uh oh yeah, he did that too. Guy. Yeah, he was like bouncing around <laughs> yeah. everywhere. He was like, Look at my magnificent speed, and he's just standing there like mm. okay. <laughs> Damn, he was following him so everywhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did he did that, right? <laughs> yeah, he was he's looking everywhere. Yeah, his head <laughs> followed him exactly. <laughs> One punch he didn't notice at first. He was like, "Wait, actually, as a matter of fact, you think he's watching he's me? Me this whole time. <laughs> Oh my god! That's what's funny as hell about that series is that they'll start on a joke and then they'll add on. Like, they'll yeah, be like, "Wait, actually, I didn't notice." But you know what? I, that reminded me. Wasn't giving a fuck. I guess as long as we're talking about one punch, man. You know what that reminded me of just now? Remember when the dog was fighting uh, Garo? And he was just doing the, the shake, dog. the dog watchdog hero. Oh, the, the yeah, one who yeah, just wears yeah. the dog outfit. Yeah, he kept handshaking, but he kept <laughs> fucking him up too. He got my like handshake every time Garo tried to come in with one of the like strikes like that. He went like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just was like, oh, he's <laughs> doing a shake. Like, that's it. He couldn't understand. He was trying to like beat it. Oh my god, One Punch Man is so fucking funny, man. Uh, but anyway, go on. I'm sorry, we got off on a tangent of One Punch Man. Yeah. Nah, I'm um, I, I don't really have too many deep thoughts on the chapter. I mean, we, I get it. You know, Asta is ready to. He overcame the very brief moments that he had of, of doubting himself. God. You know, and it powered him up that much. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, what amounted to, like, three hours of doubt is in his entire life. Mm-hmm. A very incredible, the briefest. Yeah, relative to the rest, Asta's a pretty confident character. Relative to the rest of his life, this, this was, like, the first mental block he's ever had. Yeah. Which, which I can understand why that. He's levels of confidence. 
Yeah, and you could understand and why that would be jarring. It's not even fair to compare him to Luffy because Luffy's not even confident. He just doesn't give a fuck yeah. about anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. It's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Luffy is insecure. You just would never know because he doesn't care. Well, the thing is, like the the one time Luffy really lost confidence in himself, his entire he thought his entire crew was dead. Yeah. <laughs> It took murdering his, potentially murdering his entire crew for him to be like, maybe I'm not shit after all. Yeah, he was down and out on that. Uh, Asta on that just lost a spar. <laughs> he was like, man, I ain't shit. Who the Wizard King mixed with the holiest of devils? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Well, he lost a battle to the Wizard King, the, sti- the sitting right. Wizard King. And then he lost a spar to Ichika because he just didn't understand the power system there yet. He's hard yes. on himself, bro. This is negative self-talk. We got to talk to yeah. Asta. And now he's about to set it on the sister. She looked concerned. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, huh. Oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I might have to go report this. Hmm. I might have to go tell Lucius that I struggled in a fight. <laughs> I mean, if he if she even survives this. If, if she even leaves. Yeah, the archetype is already switching. It's happened so fast. Mm. He was just saying, oh, just a chapter ago. Yeah, just, oh. Anyway, those are my thoughts. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, my my thoughts are, I really like this chapter. Um, Really, really liked it? Yeah, that was cool. I mean, you know, it's, it's as per usual with us. We kind of like take the piss out of Black Clover a little bit, but for being as shown as as it is. But I, I like this chapter, um, quite a bit. I think like the overall message that of Asta in this moment is uh, is very good. You know, you want to encourage like people to have a good work ethic and realize that to a degree you can make uh, you can make your own destiny, and you should always strive to be the best you can be. So. I, I I appreciate that message a lot, and I think it's um it's a really good one to have in a in a series aimed at younger folk. Mm. Um. So yeah, I I, I liked it a, a solid amount. <laughs> I don't know about his powers being that the ability to uh to move after his opponents tip their hand and win no matter what is a pretty wild way to word that, but. That is an incredible way to word that. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's more than meets the eye. But yeah, uh, as far as we know right now, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm excited to see what he means by that. <laughs> it is. That's, uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's all I got to say about Black Clover. Um, do you have any uh, rebuttals or anything? Mm. All right, let's yeah. move onward then. Undead Unluck. And I'm going uh, to pass it over to Josh as he wants to cover Undead Unluck. I do. Undead Unluck. This is chapter, a long chapter number 143. So last week, Fuko tried her hardest to get a void 
on what's his name? His name is Void, right? Yeah, Void Volks. Yeah, Void. Yeah, to get Mister Volks to take her seriously to to <clears throat> get in the boxing match with her. Because you know the goal is to activate his uh, negator ability. Excuse me, guys. To unlock his uh, negator ability without there being a tragedy or people's life being lost. You know. So. Yeah, they they thought the best way to go about it was for Fuko herself to fight against him so that he wouldn't kill somebody else and that yeah I guess she well we're gonna see how it goes now we're gonna see how her theory goes all right so yeah they're um they get into the ring they're talking about having a good time Nico's like look use your unluck and fuck that nigga up all right <laughs> just all you gotta do is touch him you got this mm-hmm. right and, you know, he's just reminding her, like, look, the objective is to just, you know, activate his negator ability. That's that. All right. And she's like, yeah, got you. Um, so, you know, they start, they fight. It's cool because this, this chapter gave me uh, Hajime no Ippo vibes. But at the same time, it made me appreciate that manga so much more because, wow. I mean, not to shit on Undead Unluck. I mean, the art is great. And I did like all of these these panels and I love the chapter and all that and how it looked, but it's just night and day the comparison. Like in Hajime no Ippo, someone going for a swing could take three pages just to show the development of like how much power went in, like the stored power being mm-hmm. released, you know. It makes me it makes you really appreciate that stuff. But anyway, um Fuko uh, rushes in, and Andy takes a peekaboo stance, meaning he's he's uh, ready to get in and and you know take hits, do some infighting in order to yeah do some infighting. He ain't gonna be dancing around like Muhammad. Shout out to a legend, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Um, have you ever watched Baki? By the way, I have not. I never watched Baki. I know it's on Netflix. You know they had Muhammad Ali and his son in it. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, man, it's. Yeah. Oh, you gotta watch that shit. I do. I need somebody else's opinion. It is a wild I know. fucking series. I know. I read the first few chapters when we were in high school, and I was like, this is mega crazy. trope. When I tell you tropes, mega, the, you know when people say, oh, that's from that. That's from fucking Baki. No, I didn't know. This is, uh, like, I mean, Baki's an old <laughs> manga. Baki is from like. Uh, yeah, you could tell. Bro, it's like a fucking artifact, man. <laughs> you can tell by like how they talk and yeah. shit, and the way the stories are structured. When did Baki start? Let me see. Right, you you go on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I just wait. I gotta get this last one thing out about mm-hmm. Baki, bro. There was this whole arc where this one character pulled up to Japan and beat a bunch of people. Right? He beat a bunch of them. He took them by surprise and fucked them up. Right? And then literally, like, a few days later, he ran into a bunch of those same people, and they fucked him up. And it was like, oh, we would just, like, not all of them fucked him up at once. He kept running into people one after another, right? And they were all like, oh, now I'm really being serious. And I was just like, <laughs> they, they all kept, the whole series is that. <laughs> yeah, Baki, is, Baki started in 1991. Now I'm gonna be serious. Oh, now I'm actually. 
<laughs> looks like I have but to try. Despite the Trump, it's fucking, it's, it's good. It's good, man. I'm excited. I'm I'll, I'll watch first it. Season. It's weird, though. It's like broken up in yeah, really I know. weird pieces. I feel I like. I don't know the... what comes first, but I'll tell you, you, there's only one you have to really watch that's good. Yeah. I feel like. And that's I... the one with the inmates when they all break out. I think that's it's further. Like, that's I goes. think that's the part that's further. Because I know that's yeah, the other probably. one. Yeah, probably. Fuck. Well, I'm excited. To Damn see. it. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. There's another that's one when hilarious. he's like in prison or something like that. Yeah, that's further. I, that's the one with Muhammad Ali. The one I told the third one, I guess mm-hmm. that one with the, with all the prison people break out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. It is that shit is crazy. Well, I'll check it out. Japanese people are the strongest, by the way. <laughs> There's no doubt about it in that series. They let you know that too. Oh yeah. They meet people from different races, and they go and time and time again they prove it to you that Japanese is there. Yeah, it is so funny because they have some, like is one of the one of the fighters is American. Anyway, undead unlock. So, <laughs> <laughs> I went on a cre- I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, y'all should y'all should watch Baki and y'all should read Hajime no Ippo. Yeah. So. Boy goes into his peekaboo stance, and uh, Fuko hits him with the one-inch punch. Like, this is Kill Bill or some shit. Boom, you know, and I guess he blocked it. But did he really block it? Not really, because that's it. It's over. Unlocked. You got caught, bro. Now a meteor's about to fall on you or something. Or maybe your pants are going to fall down. You'll be really embarrassed and forfeit. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't avoid the the embarrassment. That's how unavoidable will happen. Well, anyway, um, and he's like, he he basically, um, he like he. I don't think he commends her. Oh no, never. I'm sorry, I'm getting mixed up. She hit basically. She hit him with that punch before, like when they had a standstill in the last chapter, mm. and she notices that it doesn't do the same damage it did. Um, like last time, and that when she hit Nico with that shit, he couldn't eat for three days. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And then, um, so and yeah, they're all anticipating, like, like the you know the rest of Fuko's crew are like, yeah, yeah, the unlock's about to happen. And then, nope, he just fucking hits Fuko through her guard and sends her to the all the way to the uh to the bands you know to, to the to ropes the fucking to the ropes yeah I, can't, I don't know why i forgot the name the bands that kind of shit like it was smash brothers bro mm-hmm. like, oh yeah you know she got sent nigga and uh, he comes rushing in <laughs> yeah that looks so crazy and then he just starts to unleash a barrage on her but she's like dodging 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 she's doing her thing and then right and then like you know she's kind of faltering and then Void makes a read on where she's about to move to, and then right as he's about to land a hit, she's saved by the bell, literally. And he's mm-hmm. like, what are you hiding? I must know. Show me your secret techniques, because you is bitch-made right now. <laughs> you ain't... Like, this is fool. You fool. What happened? What happened to the last shit you was talking? And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, come on, don't you know more karate or something? You fought Fang. Yeah. You fought the realest nigga alive. That's true. Well, I mean, she used her negation ability for that. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. She did. 
So anyway, so right as the uh, as as the as the round ends, she's like watching in amazement. She's like, "Guess I was too obvious." And he gets she gets fucking snatched up by Nico, and they're like, "Yo, what's wrong with you? Why you're not using the unlock? Like you you trying to die? Because you are gonna die. You did just die actually, but we put your soul back in your body mm-hmm. um, after that hit." Um, and she's just like, nah, like, it doesn't, like, I can't do that. Like, I got to fight him for real, for real, because I have to actually unlock his ability, you know? And I'm not going to do that by cheating. And also, I want to give him a real fight, because it's going to be the last time he has a boxing match, because he's about to save the world with us. It's so crazy how, like, commanding she is about that. Like, oh, yeah, and this will be his last fight. So <laughs> that's the least I can do. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay, Fuko. <laughs> All right, Fuko. Damn. So, you know, they get, so round two starts, and he's like, oh, you, you ready to fight for real now? And then he notices that she's, like, charging up from a distance, like Lil Mac. <laughs> and he goes, aww. Yeah. <laughs> his, his V. And she just dashes straight to him and punches him through the fucking guard, it looks like. And he ate it. He ate it with no problem and said, yeah, that wasn't it. That, that, this ain't the strong hit you had him, right? Mm-hmm. So he just starts bang, 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 hitting her with a whole fucking barrage again. And another rush down, and she's up against the ropes. Um, this girl, uh, Tatiana, right? That's her name? No, not Tatiana. Um, Gina. Unmoved Gina. She's, she's about ready to jump in the ring and, and, and kill Void herself. And, but, you know, voice telling her this whole time, like, give me what you got. Like, I want to have the best possible match with you, little girl. Little girl. <laughs> little girl. Give me my best possible matchup. So, you know, they're all worried. And she's looking slumped on the ropes. And Void walks away because he's like, you're done. And she gets back up and punches him right in the fucking face. <laughs> Let's go, Fuko. She yeah. was not like this at all before. Nope. Um. Yeah, so... She starts talking about how I'm not using any negation ability. You know, I thought that'd be at the service to who you are now. And I want to make your final match the best one possible. Yeah, well, you know, she mentions what what I mentioned before. It's funny because I forgot she said that shit straight to his face. eh? He has no idea what she's talking about. Yeah, he's like, all right. They go, what? Whatever. All right, let's just get it. Um, He said, thanks. Without a shadow of doubt, out of all the challenges I face, you are the best at being a boxer. That's sad. <laughs> I actually feel bad for his career. Yeah. Right? I mean, Fuko's formidable, but damn. Yeah, she's had no formal training. Imagine yeah. being one of the guys he fought and just be like, she's never had a boxing match in her life. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, fuck my drag. <laughs> <laughs> Did these mean nothing? <laughs> I know I lost. But I'm not a joke. Not a fucking joke. <laughs> Yo. Anyway, as he starts getting so fucking souped up and ready to fight this short, childlike woman, um, <laughs> he notices. As he notices that something's uh, wrong, his adolescent, and at the adolescent, um, look-alike opponent in front of him. It's just standing still as she gets hit with the craziest of punches. Yeah, the with detail. No, she, she wasn't able to guard. Oh, he shouldn't have. And he's like, avoid it, Fuko. He knows. It's like he knows that there's nothing. Like, he, that she's just standing there. He's like, 
maybe he doesn't know that the ability is happening. I think he's just like, why are you just standing to take my punch? Like, you're ruining this fight. Mm-hmm. Knocks her the fuck out. And then Gina catches her. Oh, yeah, she's not knocked out. I forgot. <laughs> Gina puts, picks her right back up, and he's like, huh? Michael Jackson? It's <laughs> <laughs> a right in the fucking ribs again in the same spot as before. He's like, I don't know what's going on here, but I don't care if you're cheating or whatever. I don't care if you're cheating or whatever. You're still willing to fight with me, aren't you? She went from being the best boxer to I don't give a fuck if you're cheating. He just wants to fight. <laughs> yeah, he just wants violence in his life at all times. He's like, right. He's like, I'm going to make sure I make sure this is the best match it could be. It is time for some negator boxing. Now she's going to start neg- using unluck. Yeah. That's the end of this chapter. Woo! Woo. That was uh, I felt like I was on the treadmill or something, man. This is a long Maybe chapter. It was all that talk. This chapter was twenty-four pages long. Oh shit! Yeah, it wasn't just me. See, that's how you do it, my hero academia. That's how the fuck you do it. See how they have all these big panels, but it isn't sacrifice. Yeah, that's right, Chris. Always an opportunity. Always an opportunity to hate. Speak you hate. Um, I guess I'll get into my thoughts then. Um, I I thought this was a really good chapter to be honest. I I love the fucking. I agree with you. I mean, like it's not going to be the most detailed boxing manga in the world, but I don't really go to Undead Unluck for that anyway. So no, it, it's fine with me. Uh, I guess it could be a really on the surface thing. Uh, certain panels in this chapter were so good. You know, um, a lot of like whenever he wanted like a punch to have like this really dramatic impact, you you definitely felt it because there's um, the first unavoidable punch was crazy because the detail on Foucault's face is like kind of minimal, but it it still feels so like realistic in the way the face folds into itself in a way to, yeah. to show the momentum of the punch. Uh, I love the punch right after that, too, when Foucault like countered you could just see the intensity in her face and all that stuff and um in this very stylized manga way i yeah there's a really well-drawn chapter it's a it's a big boxing match so there's not a a lot in the way of story itself you know like it's it's a big action chapter so like the real um what's it called the real advancement in the story is just uh void is 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 uh awakened to be able to use unavoidable and um Foucault not using her negation until he unlocked his uh is the real meaning of like the his real last battle because that will be the last battle he ever has as a real as like a legit just straight up human boxer you know like that's right because after this his life's about to change <laughs> that's true that's he's true. about to go through dramatic be able to have change. A fair fight. yeah so uh I'm I'm interested to see why she needs of unavoidable so bad. So uh that could be a clutch ass ability. It is it is a clutch ass ability. It's not that like I'm saying like what kind of ability is this, but I, I feel that like that might she, be the key. Yeah, I just think she has like a, a certain plan for this ability in general. And I'm very excited to see what it is. Um so uh in general, I, I really like this chapter. I wonder what negation boxing is going to look like because now she's going to be using unluck at this point. So, 
lights going to be falling from this fucking from the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. I, stage is going to break. I mean, don't accidentally kill him. <laughs> no. <he>, right. <laughs> then you're really fucked. Um, yeah. But that's all I got to say about this chapter. Uh, Josh, what did you think? Um, I'm just so proud of Foucault as a character. She's this is, way. I, I keep saying this, but this is exactly what I wanted to see out of her. I didn't think she'd be this all around champion though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, I, I love to see it. I can't believe the series is still going. I can't. It was not looking good, man. And I don't mean like it wasn't looking good. I mean, it, the writing, whatever. I'm not going to belabor that point. Let me just stick to the chapter. He did such a good job with making this an actual drawn-out fight and not just a fight of words and a few punches. Mm-hmm. This is a match. She's 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 trying to like she's trying to get at him the best she can. You know what I mean? Which is like why she 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 had to hold it down until his negator ability unlocked, right? Before mm-hmm. she could start doing it out of respect. But um, she knew she excuse me she knew she was in for like a major fucking challenge, and I think that showed so much guts and courage, and also confidence in herself that she knew like she she wasn't gonna just get pushed over. Like mm-hmm. I, I like seeing all of this from Foucault. It's that's just the thing that that stands out the most. Void is pretty cool too. I mean, he's tan dandy, but whatever. <laughs> he's tandy. Tandy. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Probably not going to use it, but I'm going to write it down anyway. Yeah. Do it anyway. I might use it. Just for the record. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of these panels are great. I mean, Foucault getting punched in her face. I like my favorite part was when he said, I don't care if she's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because you was cheating too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, cool chapter. Mm-hmm. Loving loving the growth. Yeah. Uh is that uh okay, so yeah, I guess we're done then. Uh that was Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, wow, this is a long one. We we went off for uh, quite some time here, but uh, I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Sorry we were late. Sometimes life gets in the way. but uh, Sometimes life. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'll be back in our regular time next week. Uh, very excited to do so. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you can find me at the Chris Hospital on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at New Jump City Josh on Twitter. Brian is at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him when he's streaming on twitch.tv slash it's punchline. He plays video games for the people. Check him out there. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, please do. That would be cool. Um, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, or comment underneath the video version of the podcast on YouTube. Uh, whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. Uh, subscribe to the podcast while you're at it uh, on YouTube. Uh, give us a like, give us a share. Uh, subscribing to the podcast also uh, gives you access, uh, well, or keeps you up to date 
on the really good chapter of the week poll that you guys can vote for your favorite chapter of the week uh and we will uh put it on we will announce the winner on the show itself so uh take part in that very excited to have it on youtube uh so subscribe and never miss the poll uh if you prefer audio podcasts we're on itunes spotify google podcast wherever you listen to podcasts we're there so check us out and uh that's it for us this week thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next week stay safe new job citizens peace